We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to a bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here with Michelle McKnight and back to the mouse himself, Joe. Uh, because, guys, after, I don't know, Carrie the Two, a long time of no Disney Cruise information, we got a bunch today with the Disney Wish. So we are yes. going to discuss all of the things we learned about uh, and share with our listeners our thoughts and opinions on what's going to be coming uh, on the Disney Cruise's newest ship. Yes, and there's lots that they told us, but also lots that they didn't tell us. So we'll talk about what we know. Sound like a plan? Sounds good to me. I'm excited right. for it. I, I loved watching it. I thought they did a great job. Definitely got me excited. But most of all, it made me miss cruising. Yeah, we all miss cruising. I just really want to cruise. And let's start with when is the wish going to sail? Michelle, tell us kind of the nuts and bolts of when it's sailing and when we can book it. So June 9th, 2022 is the maiden voyage. Um, it's going to sail out of Port Canaveral. And the first, the maiden voyage is going to be a five night Bahamian sail- sailing. Where does it go? Anywhere exciting or Castaway just Castaway and Castaway NASA. and Castaway and NASA. How many times does it go to Castaway? Like seven it or eight. It doesn't say double dip. So I'm guessing, you know, it doesn't say two stops at Castaway. Okay. So I think you just have a couple well, sea days. I guess it's not for me. Anyway, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so that's that's when it starts, and it's doing three and four nights mostly. How does this work with booking it? Because everybody's like pent up cruise aggression, right? Just for any ship, and then you're throwing a new ship. It's like chum in the water, to use some nautical terms. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, they're giving us like almost three weeks to get everything organized before the very first thing opens. But they so. don't tell us the price to get organized they for don't. three weeks. No. So I don't have time to sell my kidney yet. All the money. <laughs> all the money, Joe. All the oh, money. And just right. shut up and take my money at this point. That's right. They did some weird things on this one, um, which we kind of maybe expected, but Platinum Castaway Club members got split up. So Wait, we kind of expected that? I kind of expected that we'd be kicked out of platinum. Oh, just so, entirely. They'd yeah. be like McKnight's. Just yeah. the McKnight's. You have 10? Nope. Sorry. Sorry, we bumped it up to 11. Sorry yeah. you couldn't sail for the last year and a half. <laughs> no. So on Monday, May 17th, that's when platinum booking opens for anyone that sailed 25 or more Ooh. Disney cruises. How many you got, Joe? 13. Oh, <laughs> but just wait, not there. Derek, there's more. Then on the next day, 20 plus sailings on May May 18th. Then May on May 19th, 15 or more sailings. And then on Thursday, May 20th is when Joe and the McKnights get a book. Because <laughs> we have 10 or more. So Joe gets lumped in with us. How so wrong we... how wrong is it though that that there's so many people that missed cruises and had cruises canceled that 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 don't count into those totals? Yeah. So many. Like if you did your pay in full, I feel like it should count. (laughs) 
But then you're getting another cruise That's later. That's true. You yeah. still have so another no. cruise. Fine. So, no. so you didn't even put like when the Sassmans can actually get on the ship. Yeah. Where, where, how far Sassmans down is it? Is that like October of like 2024? The day after it sails. Yes. Pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, you might. That's might when you get on the ship. Um, May 24th is when gold opens, um, and then May 26th is silver. Okay. So that Good. that's Derek. That's, that's there we go. May 27th is the rest of everybody. I'm sure when, there are when, plenty when you, openings for them. When you said Derek's date, was that was that of this year or next year? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna feel like next year. It is the Although, anxiety of watching the rooms disappear. We'll get to watch a lot of prices. I'll be I'll be able to budget for a future cruise, I guess. I don't you can sell you can sell your kidney. There you go. Um yeah, they just it's amazing what they're they know that there's gonna be a lot of demand. That's that's for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how many people even outside of platinum get on the inaugural or even the first few sailings. Yeah. So Joe, being a non platinum plus person how did you feel when you first learned about these tiers were you surprised unlike michelle who was like eh. i was a little bit surprised uh that they had split it up by tiers but i think they'll be able to dampen out demand with prices yeah a lot I, of the people that, that are will 25, solve a lot of the problems yeah i think a lot of the people that i've talked to that are 20 and 25 plus they complain a lot more about the prices now versus like 19 99 and they like haven't fully taken that into account that it's a different market in a different world so there are a lot of people like that that i've talked to and you can only book one so i mean they might not want to be on the inaugural because it's going to be expensive the, the five night yeah, selling versus longer. a three or a four mm-hmm. two so you can only book one on platinum yep so that's so, limited. so on the platinum day you're only allowed to book one cruise on that day, and then you have to wait till the general public day to book any more. Correct. Yes. Oh, so know. there is a hope for you, Derek. I, I guess I'm. I don't want to go on the inaugural sailing anyway. Got to let them have the iron out the kinks. I'll go on sailing number twenty-two. You mean you don't want to pay to be someone's test cruise? Pretty much. Yeah, a lot of money to you know figure yeah. it out. Makes sense. Makes sense. It adds up. Well, let's move on to some more exciting stuff. Let's talk about the overall look, the atrium, Captain Mini. What were you guys' thoughts? Somebody take it away. I like the I like the atrium. Um, it's kind of interesting, though, that the statue isn't up on a pedestal like mm-hmm. it is on the other ships. Um, I'm interested in the stage in the atrium as well to see what kind of uh, you know, are they just going to do the standard shows in there that they've done before, like the Christmas show? Um, they they do another show see too, you like real the soon See You Real Soon. Yeah. Stuff. It makes sense to put a stage opposite the stairway so that they no longer have to use the stairs as a stage. Because let's be honest, being in like a fur costume coming downstairs while dancing doesn't sound like it's the most OSHA approved thing. But granted, OSHA's not at sea. Maybe. I don't know. But I like the stage. I love the stage. The the lack of pedestal for the statue, that just makes me think of like Callum will be on top of Cinderella. And, Abs- that. and that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, my kids will. I, it, I didn't get a good visual of how tall it's going to be, but I, I could assume like it's going to be on a pedestal. I, I just can't see it being on the ground and people being all over it. They'll put the do not climb signs right on. Right around it. That'll be great pictures. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Cinderella. It's uh, 
And I yeah. think Cinderella yeah. looks great, and I think uh, she's a great part of the 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 look that it has in the atrium. And the chandelier is Cinderella themed with the wish being the star, and then it spirals round kind of like in the Bippity Boppity Boo song where her dress, it spirals around, and then poof, she has a dress. So that's where the chandelier comes from. Um, any other thoughts, Michelle, on the atrium? It's Well, it has a portal for the kids. <laughs> oh, are we? let's talk about the kids' clubs next. Well, but this is in the atrium. It is, but yeah. It, it leads Literally leads uh, to the kids' clubs. So this I'm... deck three. I'm greatly concerned about <laughs> injuries at the bottom of the slide, especially especially when I go through it on open house day. <laughs> that makes sense. So what this is, is you check in for the kids club basically in the corner of the atrium on deck three. The Oceaneers Club Lab is on deck two. There is like a little, looks like a tiny little porthole that you just shoot your kids on down like see ya and then you walk off there is a traditional entrance on deck two that's called a door but yeah there's got to be like there's going to be injuries and then they're going to retrofit it with one of those red light green light things like you have on the slides and it's going to look super classy uh well i was watching this with my nine-year-old and she freaked out that was one of the coolest things to her she's like a slide into the club i am in we're doing it all of us i'll take callum and it's just like so uh they they hit the target market when she watched that for sure too bad she'll be 14 by the time you go oh uh, we actually shared that with her by the way. <laughs> she's gonna age out of that club yeah but I don't know. After no, watching everything that's going to be in the club, uh, she will pretend to be in that age range because uh, she was really excited for. And we can I can use this as a transition, Doug. I mean, the Marvel area inside there uh, where you can make your own costume and, and the VR kind of algorithms. I think that's going to be with that. Really cool. All the princess uh, storybook and areas. And it just they, they really, I think, are going above me on with this one. The, the best part is they found the location for the sum of all thrills rides that they took out of yeah. uh, Innoventions, yeah. and they're going to put that into the lab, so Makes that's kind of nice. That will be busy on open house days as well, oh, I yeah. think, with adults. That'll be a, yeah, very popular. Rides. And I wonder with the, the superhero thing where you get suited up, if it will be more virtual reality or just augmented reality. Yeah, with, more. Like, um, yeah, they have augmented. they have something a little bit at Disneyland with that. And I think it's a step up above uh, what they're doing there. And the the princess area, you know, on the video today, they said, who wants to draw and color and dress up with their favorite princess as if it was a new and innovative thing? And I'm thinking my children have been doing that on Disney Cruise Line for ever. Right. Like, yeah. Like it doesn't look. It, it's just it's different. It just seemed like yeah. It seems like that they just heavily themed what's already in the lab on the other ships. Yeah. It's, yeah. It kind of looks like it took over like Tinkerbell's nook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it, you, that's where Rapunzel's is now, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I can't remember all the other nooks from the other ships, but Tinkerbell's is quite popular. Back when Claire did that a lot. Yeah. She colored with a princess every day. And usually she would color a different princess with that princess just to anger the princess. Because oh, that's, that's a McKnight child, yeah. That do, is Claire. Do Disney princesses get upset? Um, Under well, the breath. I think she said Tinkerbell was. But Tinkerbell gets yeah. like that, right? Yeah, Tinkerbell, was... that's in character. She definitely um, needs anger think, management. Yeah, I think Tinkerbell threw a fit that she wanted to color Tiana. I think that was the thing. It happened. 
Um, this kids clubs, we also have the edge and the vibe. The edge is what deck five, something like that, and then the vibe is up. Like I think it's on deck twelve. Twelve. Yeah, and so one is themed like a Parisian loft, and one is themed like a New York City loft. They're really hitting the lofts up. Um, did anything stand out to you guys about these? They did say on the edge that there's a hidden entrance to the edge, but I don't know if that's uh, what. What, like, what is that going to be like? Through artwork, a, right? A bookcase. It's, there you go. That opens up. Maybe know. it's like Enchanted Tells with Bell every oh, now and then. Oh, that would it, actually be cool. You get to go through because it's supposed to be art. Yeah. I don't know. I like the faux grass uh, picnic area. The picnic area yeah. in the edge, right? They yeah. have the picnic area because it's like New York City and Central Park. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the vibe has floor to ceiling windows with the ocean view. So that's something very different. But no hot tubs, no pools. As a father of daughters, I'm okay with that. They lost their sun deck, yeah. I think that does it for... And then Small World Nursery. Grant, it is a big difference having Small World Nursery and Oceaneers down on deck two. That is instead of deck five. That will take some people some getting used to. Like, we might have said, like, all right, guys, go to the club, and our kids would wander around deck five and knocking on people's doors. I'm just glad to be done with the nursery. So there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about the most important thing on a ship, the dining. They announced all three main dining rotations and the adult dining. Let's start with the dinner and a show in Arendelle. Frozen food coming your way on a Disney cruise line soon. Thoughts? Uh, I kind of saw this one coming, and uh, but I really do like that it's taking that Tiana's, Rapunzel's, keeping that tradition Uh, going i think disney does a phenomenal job with the kind of dinner show and it just makes sense they can't let it go so why not have frozen characters there um because they're kind of going to be forever Mm -hmm. with disney so i think it's a great idea and uh it should hopefully be a good one i don't know a lot of people are probably getting burnt out of arendale but here we go well they they just came out with frozen 2 so you know yeah it's got they've got a while to run on that franchise some people are already freaking out about the Nordic influences of the food. Like they're worried about it? Yeah. It's still just going to be sea bass, but with a different sauce. Yeah. It's just a couple menu items. The rest like, are going to be pretty. The lighter normal. fare will be there. They don't really go into very exotic foods into in the main dining room. So I don't know. I don't no. think there's anything to worry about like, there. At Tiana's, I really can't get like a po' boy or grits or anything oh, like, man, you I know, love like, a po' boy. Now you brought that up. I'm hungry. Right. There's there's a lot of things they could have done with the, the food at Tiana's and they kind of did an influence of a sauce. Right. It's still the same menu as Enchanted Garden, but with different sauce. It's essentially it. So don't worry too much about having to eat raw fish type of thing like you do at Akershus. I, I was hoping for reindeer. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Horse fin. Yeah. Forest I fin. do think the stage in the middle of yes. the restaurant's going to be interesting because we got so many we've bad, had bad seats. bad seats we've we had what we thought was a great seat for tiana's right by the stage until like a toddler mosh pit broke out and then we had like behind three poles and in the corner for rapunzel's i mean we've had some bad ones where you put it in the middle it's going to be equal opportunity bad at least it'll be interesting what they do on the fourth like night though like on a four night cruise or even a five night 
Like, what do they do? Pirate night. No, but like in that room. Oh, because you do thugs with Rapunzel. You do the thugs one night and then like the birthday another night. Yeah. So Frozen, what are their two different? Frozen 1 and Frozen 2. What but it's going to be three and four night sailing, so they're not going to have to come up with a second yeah, thing, true. except for the that's inaugural, true. where they're not going to know what they'll they're doing. Do a welcome aboard. Yeah. What do you do for a three night four pirate night? If otherwise you miss one of the, you just... do you just not go on three night cruises, Joe? <laughs> I, I've been on one three you, night cruise, and you do not and I get. Don't ever want to repeat. This is why it. they were going to kick us out of play. Yeah, you don't get the uh, cruises. Yeah, you don't get the pirate menu, which is okay with everyone. They okay. still give the kids the hats and you stuff. You gotta have a hat. You don't. You get the rotational dining menu on the three nights. We now usually spend the th- the pirate night in Remy, so not That's a bad smart. idea. Mm-hmm. Let's. Yeah. Oh, we got two more. We got dining. two more dining. Let's yeah. Talk, let's talk about one we barely know anything about: the Marvel dining adventure. I'm sold. Just, you do, all you know is in like the theme. Yep. I'm sold. actually. I had an issue with it. It's it's my issue with. Uh, some other things uh, like Star Wars, it's like if they're doing Marvel, are they going to like put it in one specific time? Like is this before Endgame, after Endgame? Because characters have changed. Some have died. Spoilers. Um, and it's just like how are they going to make this unique to the cruise, uh, keeping it in the Marvel universe but also long term? Well, you could like, I don't know, Turtle Talk with Crush style, talk to Jarvis yeah, I mean, I, who knows what type of entertainment they could do? It says there's a there's a storyline to it, so maybe, um, maybe in a similar way to um, animators' palette on the on the Dream Class ships, there'll be some interaction that the guests can have on the storyline in some way. That makes sense. Uh, food wise, it's probably just shawarma, but that's that's probably the only option there. They said they were going to have things themed to each of the characters, so I'm looking forward to the cheese cheeseburger from Captain America. The the ice creams that they had in the Avengers that they were talking about, they, they'll have to have that. If they yeah. don't, Disney, I'm going to be upset, and I can't eat ice cream. All right, moving on. The next restaurant is also not Animator's Palette, another new one. It's 1923, themed from the age of Hollywood, when Walt showed up in Hollywood with nothing but a briefcase and a dream. Right, or a suitcase in a dream. That's the song from California Adventure. Um, so it's themed to the golden age of Hollywood. Um, so Brown Derby at Sea? No, uh, the Circle restaurant at California Adventure. Carthay, uh, Carthay Circle. Oh, yeah. That is essentially that at sea. It's themed to that already. Um, you would expect California inspired menu. Um, However, my thought is this turns into animator's palette where there's drawings that come to life because they're talking about the beginning of Walt's studio. We're going to see Oswald. Yeah, did you look at the did you look at the walls and the pictures? That would require that squinting. Some, so, it, honestly, some of the artwork on the walls looked like um, animator's palette on uh, the mm-hmm. The magic and the wonder. But a lot classier. Yeah, much classier. Like it could be the French-inspired menu with escargot and prime rib, but yet sketches come to life around you. I, where else are you going to have the escargot to feed to your kids? Yeah. Well, not to your kids, but upstairs, Enchante, a new adult dining venue, which is the higher-scale uh, Michelin-starred chef 
French inspired. Um, something new. Is it the something new you were looking for? I, I think it's, it's Remy by any other name. Mm, yeah. French again, French again, just a different name and different artwork. Um, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for, I don't know, Pan Asian or something different just that we don't have, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to eat there. I'm not that classy. So it's facts. It's all true. We haven't been to Remy. So this we isn't, I've Remy, never been so. to Remy yeah. either. There you go. You've none of you have ever been to Remy. I've only been on 10 cruises, Joe. How am I supposed to fit that in? I'm so busy getting character meet and greets. That's what pirate night is for. <laughs> I we love our children too much. That's what she says. I just go we, along with that. You do late dining. And you schedule your Remy for six o'clock, and then you finish up by about eight thirty, and you join the kids uh, for pirate night. While they eat that, you you've already had uh, your cheese and champagne and everything else from Remy. Okay. Maybe in twenty twenty two we'll get there. Maybe. Well, oh no, we won't get to Remy. Nope. No, because magic doesn't have Remy. No. Anywho, Palo is no longer just Palo. Is the Palo Steakhouse? Is that yep. the official name? Just yeah. Steakhouse. They just threw the word Steakhouse after? Yeah. In case you're confused, it's what they serve. Steakhouse. So the description of the Palo Steakhouse talks about the steaks from all over the world, Wagyu, and, oh, all other kind of cuts. But uh, I thought it was interesting they had to talk about cuts from other parts of the world when Florence is like steak, Palo is Italian, why not embrace that? But hey, I'm not the chef. So are this you think this is really going to change Palo much other than there's just more red meat on the menu? I think that ties in with the announcement. Was it yesterday about the increased charges for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like five more Palo and Remy bunch. and the fixed price menu? And I, I think it's a way for them to sell more Kobe beef. There you go. Kobe. That was the word I was looking for earlier. Wagyu and Kobe. They're big into that i just hope brunch still has sticky buns and lasagna it's really all i care about chicken farm oh that's good yes, too. yeah that has to be there yeah yeah there we go yeah i think that sums up all we know about the dining they didn't tell us anything about the uh pool deck dining other than they kind of mentioned it ex- exists but they did tell us something about a bar one bar in particular straight out of like the solo a star wars story the bar um, i'm never gonna leave if i can get a seat the, out for sure right? my, this is one of the times my jaw just literally dropped and i was like i it, screamed i screamed at the tv i'm not gonna lie it's like a little slice of canto bite but on your starship yacht um the screen in the background changes you can see stuff happening it it looks like that that nice age of star wars pre galactic empire ruining everything classy clean lines i'm worried that that bar is just going to be packed the whole time i'm never gonna be able to get a seat oh it will be it will be and and it's going to kind of ruin the ambiance i don't know i i've never seen a bar packed other than when a football's game is on on a disney cruise ship uh we were in the like the pink was it on the dream? To do trivia. Yeah, well, it's still packed. See, it's not packed it's for packed. like wanting to enjoy a beverage. So it seems like that's the Skyline Lounge. Yeah. If, if yeah. that's the right name. Mm-hmm. Concept, right? Redone. So I wonder mm-hmm. whether those two bars on the Dream and the Fantasy are going to be redone next dry dock into Ooh. Uh, oh, that'd be cool, whatever right? this is going to be called. Hyperspace Lounge. 
Yeah. Yeah. Creative once again, very creative with their names. So, and I think that does it for that other than the adult only pool area in quiet cove. Um, it's aft and no, it's not aft. Where is oh, it? No, it's aft. Oh, I just, okay. I'm, you're shaking your pleased. head, Joe. I'm just not as pleased with the adult area. Please, in please terms explain of why. So I, I like the location of it. It is aft. It is, I even wrote it down, but I can't find it. It's on, on one of the decks up there. Um, it's nice because it's, um, it's, all, it, it's all the way in the back. You're not going to get people transitioning through the space, but it's not very big. And they took out Satellite Falls, so... Yeah, so Joe's basically Yeah, not he going. likes that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it would be nice if there were a larger adult's space, for because Satellite Falls would fill up, as would the mm-hmm. Quiet Cove. So now you've taken that and you've cut it down by half, so where are the adults going to go? It's really wide, though. The pool goes across the it's whole an, It's aft, an infinity pool, right? too. I mean, that's... Where it was that's... just, like, in the middle instead of the whole back. I don't know. I'm trying to... Maybe it is bigger than it looks, we can hope. It's got a lot of lounge area coming forward from the pool, but you're nowhere near the pool, which all that's good for is I get my chicken strips from Mater's, and then I go sit in an adult-only area without my children. It would be nice if they had food service back in that area. More than just that was a, a little bit thing. More, more upscale, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. There's yeah, still things I, to come, Joe. We don't know everything yet. Yeah, when you look at the deck plans, it's like more magic soon, or what does it say all the on all of them? Is yeah, it's so. There's our dining. Let's talk about that pool deck, because so Joe's not impressed with the adult only area pool deck. Here's the basic rundown of the pool deck. There's like 75 pools. And they all look like they're the size of my kitchen table. Am yeah, I wrong? That, no, that's exactly what I thought when I looked at the overview. You know, at first I, I, I kind of took that as a negative. Like there's all these little pools. But you know what problem it does solve on sea days? Having to drain the, and drain the pool when there's a, <laughs> we'll just call it an issue. And everyone has to get out. Now you only have to drain to... one sixth of it. And, and then they go just in the, the next pool. That's right. And and a, you're at least going to have at least one pool active <laughs> every yeah. sea day. I do like how all the pools are more or less open to funnel vision, right? It doesn't have a divide like the Magic and Wonder. Um, and the different little pools are different depths. So one problem with the, the pools before is the one pool's too deep, the other pool's too shallow. Now there's you can find your Goldilocks of pools. What yeah, is there, like six pools? Is that right? Family pools? Something like that? I can't remember the exact number. I should have done research for this podcast. but And they, they're all named after characters. And they, they don't have, like, I, hopefully the renderings don't have like a picture of the character like in them. They just look like pools and they're tiered up. They go from one deck all the way up to the other deck. So some of the pools are like on a half deck. They're halfway up to that next deck, which is a lot of steps. That was Samantha's like some, she was like, well, somebody's going to slip and fall. She's evidently working for OSHA already. Maybe they'll put that uh, foam padding they have on playgrounds around the pool. So Just everywhere. Yep. Yeah. yeah like every character has a pool. Yeah. yeah. Like every character. Yeah, Donald, like... Goofy, Daisy, Pluto, Minnie, and Mickey. So Michelle's go. only going to yeah. hang out at Pluto. And, you know, we yep. all pick our character. 
That requires more steps, though. And then um, the kids' splash area is still there. I know. Toy Story, cool. by Toy the way. Toy Story that is, themed. I, that was awesome. Uh, I'm excited. Something different. It is different. Yeah, no more of my DuckTales, but I'm just like, oh, Toy Story. There you go. Oh, the DuckTales was something totally different. Uh, you're right. It's just replacing Nemo's, Nemo's Reef. Reef. They, they didn't announce anything that would replace your DuckTales aqua pad thing. I have My gut tells me that's not coming back. It's not very popular. No, when it's always empty. Because it's windy on top deck. So it's chilly. It gets cold when you're like not submerged in water. Even kids figure that out. The main event, the aqua, aqua mouse. mouse. Uh. It's not really a play on words when you're saying aqua mouse. Aqua duck, play on words. Aqua dunk, still play on the aqua duct word. Aqua Mouse is just, we're playing on the words on the play on words now. Uh, I don't care. If this thing's amazing, uh, I will give it whatever, you name it whatever you want. So it's a, an attraction at sea. They're showing uh, basically Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway projections inside the tube is what it looks like. It looks and then like it has that's several the lift adapts. portion, right? The lift is you're going to see, and I'm sure, I'm positive, a trumpet squid will make it. Hashtag trumpet squid. It's got to. There's no way they around it now. They gotta. You know, if you if you do it on on your first cruise and they don't have it, you should go to guest services and I will demand a refund. Refund. Vacation ruined. That's right. Look at this shirt I printed up just for this occasion. Yeah. Did you see the how it ends though? It's, Not it's, really. It says it's 760 feet long, right? But they said it ends in the lazy river. Oh. But. I didn't see a lazy yeah. river anywhere on on the, the lazy, deck plan. The lazy so river is that, very short. That, yeah, maybe it's the the part where you, you you're you know it just comes your your tube comes to rest and they tell you to get out. Yeah, and awkwardly, the, the laziest of rivers there is. <laughs> I like ooh, I like the pun. There you go. And it looks like it stops and starts in the same location, so it. I don't know where they're gonna put the line because before you had the line all going through the. The funnel here, it's just on a deck. It looks, you know, it would be nice if it actually had a virtual queue to it as opposed I'm to. I'm hoping that's it. Yeah. Although technology and water doesn't yeah, always. Yeah, I was just it. thinking that. How do you. Now serving number four. It's on funnel vision. Now serving number like 42. Derek, it's your turn, Derek. Yes. Take my little card over there. You do that for the future cruise desk. Yes, it works for the future cruise desk. Maybe that's that cool. will be it. Be a so... little. Monitor right by the yeah. entrance-ish. Anything else pool deck? They did say that there's another pool on deck 14 forward, a, a quiet mm -hmm. family pool. Quiet family pool. That's, those Basically, don't that's where kids' soup is going to be. That's, is that that's deck plan not, that's not available? That's not, I, I couldn't find it on the deck plan thing. Yeah. I heard him I, say that. I thought it was on, I thought it was on there on deck, it's not on deck 14 forward. They they show a pool, but they never said what it was. But somewhere there was a reference to it that I saw on the website. Yep. So, all right. Let's move on to staterooms. Um, they definitely updated the bathrooms. And there's some different categories available. Michelle, we'll start with, no, we won't start with Michelle. She's shaking her head at me. Joe, we'll start with you. What do you think of the new staterooms? I, I didn't specifically look at the bathrooms in the in in the veranda rooms, and they really only had pictures of what they had pictures of the verandas, the 
concierge. Yeah, and Chris's room. And then room. the suite. Yeah, Chris's Chris uh, Chris's room and the well, they had two of them, right? So yeah. uh, the veranda rooms looked like the, it, it's the same basic layout from what I could tell. The split mm-hmm. bathrooms, uh, the the you know the the colors are a little bit different. They moved the TV in front of the bed. Yeah, that's oh, a crazy idea. idea. There's some sort of lighted mirror thing. Mm-hmm. And I does that double as a TV? I, I don't know. Depends on what you do in front of it, Joe. <laughs> yeah. um, so the, the verandas look nice. Uh, I probably won't be in a concierge room, so I didn't spend as much time looking at those. They look they, a lot They nicer. look amazing. Nice, they look nicer than my house. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm sure Chris will send me pictures when he when he goes on board. Yep, there we go. Two two yeah. floors. I mean, that's that's pretty. Cr- and all that it's, ocean it view. Said that, it said that everywhere was going. Every room was going to have a tub in it still. So I was a little surprised on that because lots of the Royal Caribbean and Norwegians they only have a shower. There's no tub. So it was nice of Disney mm-hmm. to keep that because I know a lot of people like their tubs. And then they got rid of the shower curtain, and now they have a door, a door which is awesome. I think it looks good. It looks a little more modern, a little more sleeker. Looks like 2021 instead of 2010 when the last time they were really done over the rooms were. So overall, I think the rooms kind of what we expected. They have a lot of verandas and a lot of concierge, which isn't shocking to anybody. A big concierge lounge as well and a large concierge sun deck to go with it. So that's one of the big changes. Um, now on to the last portion of this outline that I made was uh, other nonsense and other nonsense that I saw on the, uh, the, the deck plans today was the fact that there appears to only be two elevator bays. Or am I crazy? My daughter noticed that right away. She said, where's the midship elevators? Yes. I've been staring at the, I've been staring at the deck plans for an hour and she walked up and looked at it and said, yeah, where, where's the other elevator bay? I just, for as large a ship, that just boggles my mind to only have. There were eight elevators in each bank, though. So there and may be big. more elevators overall, right? Because there's only yeah. four in, in, each of the, yeah. in each of the three banks. So it's 12, right, versus 16. And the elevators in the Magic and Wonder are big enough for, like, three and a half people or one scooter. Whichever happens to get in with you. You guys don't so take the stairs everywhere on the show. Oh, we take the stairs. I was yes, say, it's but all this time. Not, you know, not everybody listening, Derek, would take the it stairs. It doesn't feel like the um, the forward one or the actually it's the aft one is that far back. No, it's like closer it's midship, midship than aft because it's by the hump, the humps that go out. The little home. hump in the middle. If you assume that the buffet is in the place where it it mm-hmm. normally aft. is. It doesn't dump you off the elevator in bank. The, in the rear doesn't dump you off in the middle of the uh, of the buffet anymore. So that's a that's an that's, improvement. Yeah, that's one of the most awkward things about that aft elevator bay on the Fantasy and the Dream, especially when Cabana's is closed or like you just miss it, and they're like, "Nope, closing up. Sorry." So they didn't yeah. even say if it was going to be called Cabana's. That was something I was wondering. I'm assuming it will be. I, I, I am too. Buffets are taboo right now. They just don't want to mention. Oh, good point. Don't say that. That's probably true. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. The sports deck is gone from the top deck, as it always should have been. (sighs) 
they didn't show us any pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, there's no hundred percent proof. I'm not I'm not gonna claim credit for this, even though I said <laughs> they should do this years ago, but they finally put it inside and it says, according to the website and right now, that it's gonna be a multi-use space and during the day it's gonna alternate between a sports court and an a family friendly obstacle course. So they're going to yeah. put a couple of inflatables in there, those jump houses that you can run through? They said that. They said it could be a playground. They said they could use it for movies. I think it'll be a much more useful space in terms of they can use it when it's raining. They can convert it to different things, much like uh, Royal Caribbean does with some of their basketball setups. The big drawback I've seen is they'll have to staff it for basketball. So that means they'll be like, this 30 minutes, here's your one ball. Have fun. That's my worry. Um, How many basketball just, games do you see happening on the cruise, though? Oh, our one from New York to Bermuda, it was constant. Oh, okay. It was constant. Um, and we can get rid of one child to it at any moment. Where if it has hours... Maybe two this time. Maybe two. Claire yeah. might leave and go. It depends on the other kids on the ship. He liked playing basketball on our Mediterranean cruise a lot more than New York because he was better than the other cruisers. Yeah, but with it being multi, multi-functional, multi I think that just We're gonna means have to check the limited basketball shooting. Yeah. He might be interested in the other activities. <laughs> yeah, there you like obstacle courses? Come on. No. Nope. Nope. No. All right. No, they'll just come back and whine. Where was the running track? We didn't talk about that. They didn't say anything about that either. They show it on one of the deck plans in the very forward, but they don't really show it on deck three or four very well. It's It's got to be there. It's really odd. It's I think it may be on deck four or five, but it was hard to follow the track all the way around the ship. I think it might change decks. Yeah, I think it goes up as it goes forward. That's the worst. Yeah, where you have a a hill you have to run in the middle of it while a ship's moving at sea. That helps your workout a little bit. That's that's why I don't run, guys. (laughs) Gotta get ready for the Castaway 5K. Gotta get your runs in. Yeah, Yeah. so, yeah, that, that was the big elephant. I think you're right, Joe. That was the elephant in the room was the sports deck. And I was, I was waiting, waiting to see what they were going to yeah. do with it. And they finally took my suggestion. <laughs> I mean, it's not an ice skating rink though. Yeah. That would have been great. I, you never know what kind of magic they could pull yeah, off you, because, yeah. because if they can make it an ice skating rink, then, then I foresee a frozen show there. There, right. What's funny is I thought that when they announced like frozen and there's still some tricks up their sleeve. I mean, this, we haven't talked stage shows. So yeah, they, so- they they did announce Aladdin and uh, two other shows coming. Two other original. Disappointed with Aladdin. Like, why would you I announce was... Aladdin? That's like saying, hey, we're going to use this show that we've been doing on the fantasy for a decade. Have fun. Maybe not a decade, but it feels like it. Like, that was the oddest thing to announce today. They didn't need to. That's probably the only one they've figured out so far. Hey, we'll just right. pull this one over. Yeah. They said yeah, reimagine they... Doug, so it might have something new. Uh, Genie's gonna tell more up-to-date jokes. Reimagined every night. Well, every... maybe they'll transition to Taylor Swift jokes now. There you go. <laughs> how? Um, how about the fact that there's two movie theaters, like right outside the entrance to the Walt Disney Theater? I think it's good. It allows them to are do they, things. Are they smaller than the Buena Vista they, Theater? They look smaller, um, but. Then again, it's hard just looking at a deck plan. They do look a little smaller. 
Um, there's only entrances on one deck for sure. And this allows them to like still show a movie when they want to do the, Hey, how to shop in Nassau presentation. You know, oh, it gives them that a presentation sense. space yeah, and okay. a theater that they don't have to shut down. And when they do like Star Wars Day at Sea, that's where they had like the uh, Lucasfilms person do their talks. And so you had to shut down. You couldn't show any movies while you're doing your presentation. So it gives them a presentation space and a movie space. So I don't know how often you'll actually see two movies going. It's nice. They could do they could do um, more fa- family friendly movies in one to get mm-hmm. more kids uh, interested in that one, and maybe more you know Marvel movies or Star Wars movies in the other to to get a, an older see. demographic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely you can have contrasting types of movies going at the same time. And then during the daytime, you get your presentation space without shutting down the theater entirely. And that way you can, it's all about selling popcorn. Let's be honest. That's what it's really about. That's why they want two of them, so they can sell more popcorn. You know, they only listed that one retail space on deck three, and it wasn't really. It really wasn't close to the theater, so how are they going to funnel all it, those people through that area if they're I thought not it, doing it next to the show? I thought it looked like the entire space from the atrium to the theaters, though, oh, on the be. starboard side. Be. I think it's that whole... I think it's everything from atrium to theater is shopping. Which would make sense. Like I mean, that, that shopping area just gets packed on every ship. And a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And popcorn sales. They more shopping, some. more money. They got it figured out. All right. Any other nonsense from the presentation today? It looked like they took the small laundry rooms that were laying around all the various decks and crammed a large one on deck eight. Is that the only one you found? Is That's the only one that's labeled. And they but gave it a fancy pretty, name. It's pretty big. Yeah. Um, hopefully I'll never be in that laundry room. I don't know. Oh, Greek Isles is not going no, on the wish, the, though. That is the so magic. Still, it's yeah. not going to have the big laundry. Gonna have to use the laundry on it. So they, in one of the funnels, they had unnamed an unnamed space that's two decks high, and I'm personally hoping for a platinum club, much like mm-hmm. the Diamond Club on RCL. I that's doubt awesome. we're going to see it, but that's what I'm hoping for. Most likely, there'll be 50 probably 25 and up sailings, though. Yeah, yeah, you're not 15 and up, as as West called it, the super duper duper uh, platinum castaway club members. It's a lot of dupers, <laughs> a lot of dupers. Yeah, but you're yeah, right. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is going to be on there somewhere because that that just makes some easy easy money. Oh, especially on Pirate Night. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that are on the ships now that will be in those unnamed spaces. Uh, we got, you know, pool deck dining to, to find out about what theme that will be. Uh, but it won't be anything different, really. It's burgers, they, fries, sandwiches, They salads. didn't say anything about the spa and, and what's going to yes, be in there. They, they the spa is on the map. It's down, uh, what, deck five? five? It's so it's massive. not up high. It's huge. So... And I, I thought that, I mean, it's just, that makes easy money as well, it, so. It looks like they took the Vibe Sun Deck, and I don't know if it got converted over to the Vibe, or to the to the Spa, or, or what, but it's it's on the same deck as, mm-hmm. the, as the Spa. Yeah, because they do, the Spa is going to need some deck space 
for some of their things that they do on the balconies and Massage, where you get some. You know, yeah, right there. Yeah. So I won't. I'm not too concerned. I'm not a spa guy. So, so did anyone understand what Luna was? It seemed like it was some com- huge combined adult space slash Studio C thing, but there wasn't a really great description of it other than some multicolored wall. I mean, I love my multicolored walls, but yeah, I don't know what really we're going for Didn't there. Didn't she mention that was in the atrium, though? Didn't she say it, something? It seems like it's a part of the atrium, but it it's a multi-use space with a like a music venue or something. The D lounge, just very poorly described. You mean my description of it or their description <laughs> of theirs? <laughs> theirs and yours. Both. I mean, yeah, I couldn't. T- I couldn't really tell it. 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 It, um, it wasn't exactly clear. I was hoping that someone else saw it. No, I don't know. I. I can't imagine they get rid of the D lounge. I mean, it's something that's on every ship. It's very easy to say, go to the D lounge. Yep. It makes sense. It family activities is kind of the, you know, the blood flow of a Disney cruise, but yeah. And like the multicolored wall just makes me think of the entrance to the vibe on the fantasy and the dream, you know, with that tunnel of lights. It's either that or the imagination pavilion circa 1985. Luna. Luna will be an event gathering place that will transition from a daytime setting for family fun into an elegant evening venue for adult exclusive entertainment. Ooh. Elegant. That's not Luna the lounge. Luna will offer a variety of live shows and interactive programming throughout the day and night. So that is the... So it's the tube and it's uh, evolution where they do family stuff in it, like, you know, how to fold a towel and then will, adult it, only in the evening. It will feature design inspired by Disney and Pixar's short La Luna. So it's going to be all about the moon. Two-story LED screen wall. Oh, that, that was, could be cool. That was the only part I picked up on. The important part. That's it. That's all you need to know. But it's going to be elegant. I, yeah, I need to go back and look at the deck plans to see what else is around it. Because I wonder if that's just one of the adult spaces that they decided to share with us at this point. It might be. It's just not in the adults-only area, maybe. Or maybe it is, and we just don't know it. So much we don't know, but yet so much we do. So yeah, more uh, information this has been fun. coming. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more about the ship, and then we'll have to take polls on who's going to be the first one on it. And maybe one of our listeners is going to beat all of us because they have a lot of cruises they're going to book. But Michelle, let's talk real quick. How should people get even on a list of thinking about getting on the wish? <laughs> Yeah, I just I put out on social media today, contact me now to get, uh, you know, get on my list um, and I'll send out more details as they arrive, arise. But um, yeah, it's all going to be about when you contact me and when you can book in your tiered level. Um, but I'll get to everybody as soon as I can. You can't change people's tiers. They I don't get to book at no. your tier. Nope. They still yeah. have to book, you at, can only book at your own tier. Yeah. So some people might think you're platinum. You can book them book at a brother your up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. But an email always works best, especially on, on and around um, release days, because that's what I have in front of me. Um, messaging me on Facebook is not a good thing. And you'll, once you actually, once you message me, you're going to get a thing that says, Hey, send me an email. And that actually means send me an email. So if you didn't know this, <laughs> send her an email. Yeah. Nope. 
emails best. And I will put that email in the show notes so people can send you an email. And also put a link to backtothemouse.com because he's going to one day probably list prices of uh, and just how crazy it's going to be compared to the other ships. I think for the super duper duper, the super duper, <laughs> the super <laughs> and the regular platinum, I don't... I. I I think for most of those, you actually have to call in, right? Yeah, you do. Anything above regular platinum, then yeah, you do have to call in. Same yeah, thing so with the DVC and um, Golden Oaks. Golden Oaks is what I was thinking, but it's yeah, not listed it's not on not list- Normally, they're with the DVC people. Yeah, and we didn't mention the very second sailing is a DVC sailing. Yeah, I can't book it, so therefore... Yeah. It doesn't exist to me, folks. That that just seems crazy that the second sailing is DVC. How much DVC spent to pull that off is frightening to even think about. Because, you know, you think it's, oh, it's one company. No, they all have their own ledgers, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, DVC actually rents, when they pay, like, to rent out for an event, they pay Disney to rent out for. It's it's weird, weird company. It is. All right, so well, we as, soon as, wish. As, as soon as we hear more, we'll keep you informed, but be sure to go into our show notes and get a quote on Michelle's list and uh, follow us on social media. Follow Back to the Mouse on social media. Follow Michelle on social media. Just don't always message her. But uh, that is it. So thank you, Joe, Michelle, Doug. I'm Derek. You've been listening to a bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio.